Miamians and friends from around the world, welcome to another episode of Miami Global Net. Today's guest, we have Mr. Richard Moss, Senior Sales Manager at the St. Lucia Tourism Authority. Also joining us today, we have Mrs. Elena Lansico Bryce. She is the Investment Senior Manager at Invest St. Lucia. We're going to tackle two topics that go hand in hand, tourism and trade. Join us and learn how to do business in St. Lucia, what makes this island special, what are some main experts, and more. I do not know about you, but after this podcast, I know where I'm going next. So take a listen and enjoy. Welcome to Miami Global Net Podcast, where we showcase the people and organizations that support Miami's international landscape. Learn from local business owners, startups, diplomats, and community leaders. Get to know the tools and services that are out there that help you invest and grow in South Florida. Miami is a true global city where one can live and do business with a global reach. So let's start by getting to know you guys first a little bit. Richard, would you like to go first? A little background on you? No problem. I've been in tourism for over 25 years, served in all the various dimensions. So I've represented hotels, airlines, the adventure sector. And so I really wanted to put all of that experience together to sell an entire destination. And so that's that's what I do, represent St. Lucia in the United States. For how long have you been here in Miami? Um, Three years. And actually, I am between Miami and St. Lucia. We absolutely love to stay connected to St. Lucia, stay connected to what we're selling. Awesome. And Alana, what about yourself? Hi, I'm the Investment Services Manager here at Invest St. Lucia. I'm actually based in Castries, um, the capital city in St. Lucia. I've been with the company for about 10 years now, working in various roles, but all related to investment. Lived in the, the States for a while. I had a background in accounting, financial services, and moved back home and, you know, trying to promote the country and work to, to develop um, stronger links between our two countries to, to help businesses. Awesome. So Richard is from the Consul General's office in Miami and Elena, you are from a separate organization. Is that what I understood? Yes. So I work for Invest St. Lucia, which is the National Investment Promotion Agency. We are based in St. Lucia, but we work very closely with um, the consulate in Miami and other representatives in various locations around the world to talk about St. Lucia and show businesses how we can um, add value to them. Awesome. So how can people reach you if you're in St. Lucia? Is there a best way? Very simple. You can call us directly, 758-457-3400. Or you could send us an email at uh, info at investinglucia.com. And you actually, if you have a query about business, how to start, want to speak to a specific issue, you're actually assigned somebody from my team from the very beginning. And that person can walk you through everything step by step. Okay, great. I'll definitely add those notes and those contact information to the show notes. So anyone who's interested, please check. I'll do the same thing with the office here of the Consul General to reach out for tourism related. So let's get started. So I guess we'll try to go back and forth. We have two of you. I don't want to have a balanced combo. I don't want to talk like 10 minutes just on on one topic. So let's talk about investment first. I'm curious. (laughs) Okay. How can someone invest in St. Lucia? Let's say I'm here in Miami and I'm interested in making an investment there. Mm-hmm. How does that process work? Actually, it's it's very simple. So you could reach out to us at the same contact information I mentioned, or you could let 
the office in, in Miami know, and they would reach out to us and we would walk you through the process. So from the start, maybe you have some questions about maybe what is St. Lucia offering in terms of business, need some research done, you want some information on where you could possibly locate a business, how to recruit staff, how to go about it, registering a business, getting tax waivers to start your business. It's pretty, pretty easy. So once you have somebody within the, from Investing in Lucia with you, we will walk you through the process from start to finish. So you just need to register your business, get a trade license, which happens in a month, and then you're off and running. So what is, what is a trade license for those that do not know? A trade license basically means that um, since you're not St. Lucian, it's really just a license to say that you could do business in St. Lucian. Okay. I heard that some countries require you to partner with a local entity before you can operate. Is that the same case for St. Lucia? It depends. If you're interested in a, in a certain area where that is usually reserved for nationals, then we actually tell you, hey, we think it's a good idea if you partner with a local. And in many instances, we can actually put you in contact with a local business that already does that. And you could have some kind of back and forth, a partnership arrangement where if you want to pursue that business, you'd be able to do that. Okay. What kind of investments are people making in St. Lucia right now? Lots of people are really interested in business outsourcing. So we're seeing a lot of that and anything information technology related. We're seeing a lot of interest still in the tourism sector. That's, so that's Richard's bread and butter. So we have a lot of resorts, hotel developers, very interested in St. Lucia. They have been for a while, but I think in this current pandemic situation, they see an opportunity in setting up right now before things, you know, kick off and start going again. So really tourism, health and wellness, entertainment, things that support the, the tourism sector. And we also have a, a very good agro-processing um, sector as well. So using food and other food-based products, plant products to actually develop food, beverages, things like that. Now, I'm a, I'm a big foodie, so I now wanna, I'm curious. <laughs> what are some of the food-related, I guess, exports maybe? Mm -hmm. So in terms of exports, so you have, of course, fruits, so bananas. Then we also have companies that do condiments and other derivatives of food, whether it be something like banana ketchup, for example. So it's really taking things that are homegrown and processing them and, and making them a product that is available to the wider market. We have a very good rum and beverage sector as well that is exporting throughout the world and has won accolades for that. So yeah. Awesome. You mentioned business outsourcing and that's yeah. That's when you mean like people like doing like virtual assistance or maybe customer service reps. Right. So it could be a call center, it could be customer service, it could be we actually have a company that does lease abstracting. So people that interpret leases. What's that? Like a company that interprets leases, for example. So you have, let's say you have like a McDonald's or like a pep, any like international large chain business in the US, for example, that has many different locations, many different places that they operate from, and they need a company to actually manage their leases for them. So we have a company in St. Lucia that does that. So we're seeing everything from customer service, sales, um, lease abstraction. We have companies that do work in the health sector. Some that do work in the finance sector as well, doing work for American companies here in St. Lucia. So really just giving them a different avenue to actually outsource some of the work that they, they have in the U.S. Cool. And are you guys one way? Do you guys just help bring investment into St. Lucia or do you guys also help people in St. Lucia interested in investing outward? Yeah. So what we do is if we have somebody here who is interested in investing 
in saying, shall we help them identify a partner, a partner foreign because of the contacts that we have? Maybe they want to do business together. But then there's another agency actually in St. Lucia that actually helps with businesses that want to export. So that's called um, the Trade Export Promotion Agency. They actually help businesses here to get their products out into the international market. Okay. Yeah. That's cool to know. We all work very closely with each other. We're promoting, you know, St. Lucia as a brand for visitors, for investors, for businesses to export, to live. So we're taking a holistic approach and we see benefits for different areas for investors. Maybe I could also add maybe a contact information for that export agency in the show notes. Maybe we can get that later. Regarding investment in St. Lucia, what are some of the benefits that one can expect? Or sometimes like the state of Florida is very low in taxes and has certain benefits that really makes us attractive Mm -hmm. for investment. What about St. Lucia? Well, the headline ones are really just like what you mentioned in Florida. So you could get zero to low rates of corporate income tax. If you need to import machinery, equipment for your business, you can get that free of tax as well. In certain instances, if you're doing hotel development, for example, maybe you get a waiver of property taxes, vendors taxes, different fees on acquiring property, and then there's specific programs. So if you want to set up a head, your headquarter business in St. Lucia, there's a specific program for that that gives you a low tax regime as well. There's also people who invest in St. Lucia through citizenship by investment. So they do an investment in a qualifying business and they're able to obtain citizenship. And then we also have certain parts of St. Lucia that are designated as a low tax area, like a customs free zone, where you get special enhanced benefits just from operating in that, in that location. So there's many different avenues, many different benefits that you could take advantage of if you actually actually set up a business here. Interesting. And is there a fee for the services the agency provides? Depends. Our services are actually absolutely free. We do have land that we own and factory buildings that we own that we can make available to an investor or business if they are interested in a space from us. And we actually offer those at, at concessionary rates to help them get started and establishing stateship. But dealing with an investment officer, myself, the team, the services that we provide you from start to finish are free, of course. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So now we know that tourism is a very important part of St. Lucia. <laughs> so Liz. It is. <laughs> let's give Alana a little break. She's been doing great. Thank you so much, Alana. Richard, tourism. How can I go and visit the beautiful water and trees you have in your Zoom background? What? <laughs> it is so easy, Alejandro. And, and certainly, St. Lucia will welcome you. I mean, she's a stunner. I mean, if all the islands in the Caribbean were in a beauty contest, she would win hands down. And what you're seeing behind me is actually our iconic UNESCO World Heritage Site. You can actually hike. It's not really my favorite pastime because I'm a little <laughs> bit low impact because <laughs> it's quite challenging. But what you'll really find when you hike is that you are being taken by guides from the community and you're really getting that sense of being walked through their land. And so certainly it's a great cultural exchange as well. And you said you're a foodie, so we do have some fabulous food for you as well. Really easy to get to St. Lucia, and we've really kept pace with the current world situation. Don't want to call it by name, but I know we will at some point. And 
whether you go through a travel professional or you contact us directly, we will guide you through all the steps to get to St. Lucia because the world has pent up demand and we really have an excellent, it's an excellent place to visit, to work, to live, and as Alana said, to invest as well. Awesome. So we can just simply book a flight, no visa requirements, or we can reach out to you guys for guidance. Well, absolutely. And U.S. citizens, I mean, you do need to have a passport, but there is no visa that is required. And we will help to guide you because we know we're travelers too. And we know that folks, whether it is it's their 20th wedding anniversary or they're getting married for the first time. Did I just say that? (laughs) We are the world's leading honeymoon destination. And so we want to be able to match you with that accommodation provider and those activities that best suit you, the love of your life, or maybe you're traveling with family as well. Um, St. Lucia is a boutique destination. We are not about mass tourism. A number of our hotels rank in the world's best hotels every single year. And I say that without apology, whether it's Travel and Leisure or it's Condé Nast or the World Travel Awards, We have some hotels that were born in St. Lucia. And I'm stressing on that because we are not a destination that has a lot of chains. There are a lot of homegrown resorts that celebrate the culture, the authenticity. Alana spoke about the banana ketchup. But let me tell you, have you had a chocolate-infused massage, Alejandro? No, I uh, <laughs> I haven't okay. had. It's okay. Everybody has that kind of reaction because it's it's that special. We are a chocolate island. We even have our own chocolate hotel, and we've been growing chocolate for well over two centuries, two and a half centuries. And so you will find very interesting options. Whether you said you're a foodie, whether it be in that restaurant, in that menu, or you're having cocktails at the bar, but more than that. You are never feeling like a number when you're staying with us because a lot of our hotels are small enough, they're intimate enough, and you can definitely feel the culture. You'll never forget which island you're on. And that's a very, very important thing that a lot of our um, visitors tell us year after year when they return. You said so many things. I have so many questions. Uh, What is a chocolate hotel? Uh, so it's an eco-friendly hotel in Soufrère, and Soufrère is almost like our adventure capital. A lot of our iconic attractions are there. Alejandro, it's not like you need it, but when you're ready to look and feel 10 years younger, we have an iconic mud bath in Soufrère. We have one of the world's only drive-in volcano, which is just moments from that chocolate hotel, by the way. And when you go there, it's dormant, by the way. So no need to worry. I always (laughs) like to stress that. And this eco hotel has a series of accommodations that are quite luxurious, but you are certainly getting the magic and majesty of the piton that you're seeing in front of me. Well, behind me, the UNESCO World Heritage Site. You can actually see the um, smaller of the two from the Chocolate Hotel. We just recently renamed it Rabot Hotel or Rabot. It's French. <laughs> yeah. But um, a really special place to stay. And they have some really unique nature walks as well. So what I was sharing with you earlier is we want to find that hotel 
that really connects with you in, in whatever way. And another thing that we like to recommend if, you know, men are from Mars or men are from Venus or whoever it is that you're traveling with, if you can't seem to find it all in one, then maybe we do a split stay. So you spend some nights maybe at that chocolate hotel, and then maybe you go over to another hotel that has only three walls, and then you're waking up to the magic and going to sleep to the magic of the pitons as well. That we have in St. Lucia as well. Are you open to that? Yes, yes, I am open to that. I like it. (laughs) Good. Good. (laughs) For those that cannot see because we're listening, what you mentioned behind you, there's two mountains. You were making reference to the mountains. And and stunningly beautiful mountains called the Pitons, and our local bear is named after them. And you can, again, you can hike the Pitons. A must-see when you come to St. Lucia. Maybe on that split stay. (laughs) You know it. So you also touched on culture. Can you tell us about the culture of St. Lucia? St. Lucia is the only country in the world named for a woman. And so let me tell you a little bit about her. She is multicultural. Because of all the people that have lived in St. Lucia, we're talking the British, the French. I mean, the British and the French, they fought over St. Lucia for over 150 years, St. Lucia was seven times British, seven times French. And then add to that a predominant, the African influences and East Indian influences. So you said you're a foodie earlier. That bouillon, that cuisine is so rich and flavorful. In St. Lucia, you're literally going to be able to dine around the globe. Um, and you are literally also going to be able to see yourself in her because of this richness in the culture, because that's what we call it. We call it Creole culture. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and so very interesting. And as I mentioned to you, a number of our hotels celebrate that so well. I mean, even some of our hotels, they don't number the rooms, they name them using our Creole language. I'll, I'll teach you a little bit of Creole later. How's that? I know a little bit. Sec passé. Okay. Isn't the response naboulé? Do you know what it means? Sec passé is <laughs> like, Listen, what's happening? Really it today. Isn't sec passé like, what's <laughs> happening? Let's try this again. You're No disrespect, Alejandro. Did I say it wrong? butchering it today. It, it's sacafé. Sacafé. <laughs> you were close though. And the response is muela. Muela. Oh. Say it again. Come on. Muela. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Well, thank perfect. You. But you know, listen, the easiest, the easiest thing in St. Lucia, wherever you are in the world, and you hear somebody say AA, and they could say it with various tones and inflection. So it could be AA, that's what she's wearing, or AA. That's so good. That drink is so good. Or to express surprise, it could be, eh, eh, you know, so wherever in the world you hear that, that is a St. Lucian, an A followed by an A. And by the way, you asked about getting to St. Lucia from Miami. There are two daily flights. Speaking of a, a. <laughs> Wow. So now I could, could I use that? Could I be like in St. Lucia in a restaurant or in, in my hotel and, and use the word, hey, hey, after maybe trying a drink and then I could impress the the bartender that I know what that means. Absolutely. But remember, it's two A's, okay? Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) So, how important is tourism to the island? (laughs) 
tourism tourism is that industry that makes an amazing contribution to our economy and at all levels to the tune of 65% of our gross domestic product. And I'm talking about in all facets because that's directly and indirectly. And so through the strong linkages to agriculture, quite a number of our hotels, the independent restaurants that are associated with the visitor experience, and certainly the tours, the excursions, the cultural experiences that are available, including that chocolate experience we spoke of earlier. All of that helps to redistribute that tourism dollar throughout the um, economy. And most importantly, I'm very, very happy that the government of St. Lucia has seen it fit to further invest in enhancing these opportunities, which are both social and economic for St. Lucians through a project known as village tourism, which, which can be certainly connected to what is widely known as community tourism. So it's really calling on more St. Lucians to get involved in the industry, to become a part of it, and to certainly reap the benefits. So I would say tourism is really very important to us, and we certainly have made a name for ourselves. And as I mentioned to you before, we, we know our place. We are not sun, sand, and sea. We are something very, very special. When you're allergic to ordinary, then you will select a destination like St. Lucia. You're just full of these little taglines. I like it. I like it. You should be on TV, bro. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how, what is the best way? What, what is the best way to plan a trip to St. Lucia? How can I see all those benefits and really plan a decent, awesome trip? I think the, the starting point can certainly be the St. Lucia Tourism Authority and our website, stlucia.org, is very, very helpful and will certainly guide you through the myriad of options that are available. But if you typically, if you don't have a lot of time and you're starting from zero, then a St. Lucia expert, a travel agent who has been certified by us to sell St. Lucia, who therefore knows the landscape, knows that there are five birds in St. Lucia. They're only found here. They know all the attractions. They know us personally as well. So in other words, we can make sure that they find exactly what inspires them because that's our tagline. Let her inspire you. And we're really, as I mentioned to you, a multifaceted destination for an island that's only 27 miles long and 14 miles wide. Let me tell you, we have 19,000 acres of protected rainforests. So it's excellent for birding. I already told you that there's fabulous food for you. So there's anything from five-star gourmet dining. And, and certainly you can get your Creole bread on the way from the airport. Don't bother to come to St. Lucia. If you're on a diet, it really is not a good idea. But apart from that, it's these travel experts who will therefore be able to guide you in terms of these different offerings, because it would be a shame for you to come and it's available and you miss it. So I would always suggest a travel expert, but your first point of contact, the St. Lucia Tourism Authority, stlucia.org. And we'll be able to find those certified tourist agents there as well. 
Absolutely. They're on our site. We have them as travel advisors and they're all St. Lucia experts who are very, very experienced. And certainly you can call your favorite travel agent as well. They'll guide you. Awesome. Thank you. So Richard, the COVID response, I know this has been very important, in, especially during this, this year and these months, it's something of concern. How is St. Lucia preparing or adapting to receive guests? Well, St. Lucia took a very serious comprehensive approach initially. And we've kept our um, activities very, very consistent. We've now actually been open for five months and our protocols we do see, and, and we certainly derive those from all the international benchmarks. So in consultation with the World Health Organization, and certainly we've also worked along with our regional health-related organizations to come up with a very robust plan, and we've implemented that quite successfully. I think for St. Lucia, the one thing that has been important to a lot of folks in our responsible reopening is that we demanded that all businesses prior to reopening had to implement these protocols for their particular business models, you know, because there are nuances. And so we took that very, very seriously and sector by sector, industry by industry, hotel by hotel, taxi by taxi, even our helicopter transfer from the airport had to put in protocols that are now at a much higher standard. So you're now seeing all the usual increased sanitization, social distancing, and certainly the wearing of PPEs in all public settings. We've kept very consistent with that. And the most critical thing that's the linchpin of our tourism is that pre-testing is a requirement to come to St. Lucia. So everybody coming to St. Lucia who is at least five years old has to complete a COVID-19 PCR Papa Charlie Romeo test. That's the polymerized chain reaction test. We don't accept any other type of test. That is the WHO world standard, gold standard, I should say. And so, Alejandro, if you can think about it, you're getting on a flight at the Miami International Airport, and you know that everyone else that's lined up to board also had to take this test. That's going to give you a greater sense of confidence, wouldn't it? For sure. And so that is... That's really what we have sought to do. We've kept that very consistent over the past five months. And certainly the guests who are wanting to go out and experience St. Lucia, even with the attractions, we made sure we put in a very deliberate, managed system. So if you're coming from Hotel X, you had a particular slot time slot at the mud baths. So we weren't doing the co-mingling. And so therefore that was keeping the integrity of any contact tracing that would need to be done. And so again, you will also find that our hotels have also found better ways of entertaining their guests. So you'll be sitting down at the restaurant overlooking the pool and out from the pool just pops a singer with her for dancers. And that is their pop-up entertainment, trying to make sure that we don't have the, the crowds, trying to make sure that the crowds are contained, but also that you are getting a very, very special experience. By the level of detail that you shared, I, I feel like 
that detail is shared across many areas and it definitely gives people a sense of, of security that when they go there, they can expect that all the practices that they've seen here are being kept. So there's nothing to worry about then when it comes to, to the COVID-19 response. Not at all. We understand very well. St. Lucia understands that the foundation of tourism is health and safety. And so that is our commitment to a very safe operation. And that is what we've kept very consistent. And in future periods, we'll continue. Awesome. Now, jumping back on investment, Alana, what is what is next year's plans? What does that look like in investment? So next year is going to be pretty aggressive. We had some pretty aggressive plans this year that, you know, got hindered by, you know, the current state of affairs right now. But for next year, we plan to be very aggressive because we see this as an opportunity to get things rolling again. So we're going to be pushing the outsourcing sector again in St. Lucia. We see that industry expanding. And then as Richard talked about tourism, his job is to get the people to St. Lucia. My job is to actually have the rooms for them to, to stay in. So we see some, we believe some construction of some new hotel rooms will be taking place um, next year. And we also plan to be in the U.S. pretty aggressively, travel permitting. So there's a number of conferences and meetings we'll be attending in the U.S., including, including uh, Miami. So we'll be working very closely with the, the Consul General's office. So if you need to speak to us, want to meet with us, we can arrange to do that when we're in, when we're in the States next time. If you want to have that one-on-one discussion, because you know, business is done best over a table, you know, with a, a coffee and you talk about the real issues. It doesn't always look to have something virtual as great as it is, but a face-to-face meeting is, is always the best. So the consul is going to have that schedule. So if anybody wants to reach out to see when we're going to be in St. Lucia, when you like to set up a meeting, um, wh- where in the U.S. we're going to be, that's what we're going to be doing. Awesome. And if you ever come down to Miami, it'll be awesome. We can do a small podcast episode on you guys coming and help spread the word as well. It's so easy, as Richard said, two flights daily, AA. Awesome. 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 <laughs> I know we're running out of time, and I want to thank all of you guys for coming and, and sharing wonderful things about St. Lucia. I have enjoyed it a lot. I have one more question. Can you tell me about the people? Like, if I go there, what, what can I expect from the people there? A lively bunch. Sure. <laughs> the people are great. We're, we're lively. We're smart. We're witty. In terms of a business standpoint, very trainable, very eloquent, hardworking. It's a, the tourism industry, it's a service industry, and that permeates throughout, throughout all areas of business. But yeah, you find people are very warm, very welcoming, very proud of their country, and are ambassadors of, of, of St. Lucia, no matter where you meet them, whether it be in the hotel, whether it be you know, the streets, you know, you're, you're guaranteed to have a, an experience like none other. We're, we're a comical bunch, I would say. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. I have to say, from my personal experience, from meeting the Consul General and going to your office, I was greeted with a smile. The energy was there. You guys definitely represent your country very well. It's always a pleasure. So please tell the Consul General, thank you so much for allowing uh, this conversation to happen so that people can learn more about St. Lucia and we can share your story and learn about tourism and investment. So you guys are awesome. I look forward for my first trip to St. Lucia. Thanks for having us. Great, thank you.